0: Coming up in this podcast, uh, we discuss more weakness in commodity markets and the local impacts from that, and the legal fallout from some post boom disputes. Uh, we've got innovation and startups, which is the talk of the town at the moment, Perrin Group results, and residential home building. Welcome
1: to Mark My Words, the weekly podcast from Business News, with Mark Pownell and Mark Buyer discussing the important business news and
0: data stories from Western Australia. Hi, I'm Mark Pownell. And I'm Mark Beyer. And together we'll cover the business news that matters in Western Australia this week. So, Mark, uh, first of all, wrap up on the the markets of the week. And it hasn't been a a great time.
1: No, look, commodity prices across the board are continuing to be weak. Um, Oil prices um, continued to... They fell substantially after OPEC failed to agree on uh, production targets. Yep. Um, Iron ore is down again. Around 3850 US dollars a tonne. Um, so, at levels that are putting really serious pressure on a lot of people, and we're starting to see the fallout. Um, internationally, Anglo American announced yes, huge okay. cutbacks. That, in that, their, was, that was big news, particularly right? Particularly in their coal mining operations globally, huge cutbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, locally, BC Iron has gone into a trading halt. They're reviewing their Nulligine joint venture with Fortescue Metals. Um, you know, They're one of these sort of mid tier. Um, relatively high-cost local producers, and it's really tough yards for them at the moment. Mm-hmm. But not all bad news. Um, look, just today, Woodside has announced that the Northwest Shelf Venture is investing another $2 billion on uh, on that project to sustain their production. Um, so, you know, good news there.
0: Yes. And, of
1: course, the big news of the week, uh, Gina Reinhardt. Um, saw her first shipment of iron ore from the Roy Hill project leave Port Hedland,
0: which was meant to be the big news of last week, and she got a bit upset that everybody, uh, you know, mentioned that she hadn't quite got it out that yep. the, the, fir- the, the the Friday, but it was off again on Monday, was it, or yesterday,
1: um, Thursday. That's right. Um, So, yeah, look, some hiccups late in the piece. And, you know, they've had issues like everyone or most people have had. Uh, But, yeah, finally, their first shipment um, is underway. Um, So another big iron ore player in the Pilbara.
0: And that's good news or what does it really mean?
1: Well, they're insistent that uh, their 55 million tonnes when they hit that full production um, hasn't hit the mark, hasn't impacted the price yet. Um, But, look people will analyse the outlook. Everyone knew this volume was coming onto the market. Um, so it's certainly not going to uh, do anything positive for prices. No. Uh, it's going to make it harder for those small guys.
0: And look, there's a, as we mentioned in the sting, there's a there's a legal fallout. Roy Hill's got a bit of that as well, right? So there's some tail end of the boom stuff that's going through the courts.
1: Yeah, we had a couple of really interesting developments um, over the past week or so. Um, one of them regarding Forge Group, Um Listeners will remember that was a spectacular collapse of the engineering contractor. Now, the the liquidators um, and others are in the midst of several different pieces of legal action. Uh, The latest one they've got funding for is to have a look at Clough, which sold a 30% stake in Forge prior to the collapse. So they're going to have a close look at that and see if they can get... They're saying it's a $200 million claim potentially against Clough. Uh, The other one Well, sorry, I was
0: just thinking that was, you know, that was kevin gallagher's greatest move wasn't it the, the sale of that ship that that stake what six or eight or nine months before it collapsed i mean it, it looked like he knew he was prescient rather than you know knew something in particular but it, it was certainly a, a a great move if you were a cough shareholder
1: well and and i guess that's the point the liquidators want to investigate did he know something yeah um that's their yeah. assertion. That's what they, they suspect, and mm-hmm. that's what they'll be uh, investigating. Fair enough. Um, And look, the other one, um, Roy Hill and their lead contractor Samsung were back in the courts. Uh, look, Samsung is involved in, in multiple disputes, mostly with subcontractors, um, but now they're in a dispute with their client. Um, Samsung, in fact, had a win where the court said, well, look, you guys have to go off to the arbitration Uh, people in Singapore to resolve your dispute. So, you know, that one's going to run on like most of these things do for a long time. But it's a classic situation, end of the construction boom. Um, People are now sort of fighting over the
0: scraps and trying
1: to maximise their return.
0: There was a bit of video news of that, uh, I think that must have been last night then, um, and it had various speeches and it showed the Samsung gentleman, you know, saying what a wonderful process it had been. So I wonder if maybe mediation might work in this case. What do you think? (laughs) um, Yeah, look, it's an
1: interesting scenario. They're still working together, and yet at the same time, they've got this legal dispute.
0: Yeah. That's business. Tough business. Sure is. So, uh, well, the other sort of big news in the last week and a bit has been this sort of prime ministerial initiative around innovation. Um, I mean, I think it's stuff that was kind of there, but he's got everyone talking about it and, you know, and thinking a bit harder. What's sort of the the news around that one?
1: Yeah. Look, there was a billion-dollar package that the prime minister unveiled, um, a lot of um, tangible initiatives. But what I think is really important is that he's, he's really shifted people's attention and their focus People are now looking at um, technology, startups, innovation in a fresh way and a positive way. Mm. Um, You know, one of the really interesting things was changes in bankruptcy laws, saying to people, well, look, if you have a go in your business, if you go bankrupt, um, you're going to suffer less um, than under the old laws. And, you know, that's an important difference between Australia and the US. In the US there's a long history people might fail but they come back and have another go whereas in this country traditionally if you fail that's it so there's a a really positive approach towards innovation Um, and look that combined with or coincided with um, our own WA Tech Fest Uh, there was a whole bunch of events happening during the week Um, there was a report out that looked at the growth in the number of startups uh, the amount of money being raised um, so some really positive momentum there Yes. Um, and we had a couple of great stories, um, two businesses that had been winners of our own uh, Business News Rising Stars Awards, um, Sector and Health Engine, um, unlisted tech companies, uh, between them they raised $11 million in the past week. Um,
0: With some mining cash as part of that.
1: Well that's right, uh, people like Chris Ellison from Mineral Resources and, uh, and Peter Wade, um the guys from Navitas, like Peter Larson, um, Neil Hamilton from um, Oz Minerals, and other places—you know—these are some of the investors yeah, who've been a, putting money into these it's things. It's a good
0: story, and look, I think whilst we can get excited by it being a prime ministerial initiative, and it, we, you know, I should remind listeners first of all, we've been, you know, looking at startups pretty hard for at least two years, and we've had a list for quite some time. So there's a good list of startups there, and there's a good list of startup accelerators. I mean, this is a an ecosystem that I think's evolved quite rapidly, but has been evolving at least, I mean, it's been evolving for a decade or more, but it's certainly really accelerated here in WA in the last two years.
1: Yep. And look, as we've said many, or written about many times before, there's a lot of risk capital in Western Australia, Um, and another dimension to this is a lot of reverse takeovers happening on the ASX. Um, You know, I've got a list of nearly 100 deals over the past couple of years where moribund mining companies have been reinvented into tech plays. Um, so that's, you know, another source of capital. Yeah. Um, it, it comes with risks, as all these things do, um, but it's money that wasn't there previously.
0: And, look, it's a great thing, that stuff. I mean, obviously, the reverse takeovers, That you can also get some, some sort of uh, thin thin ones as well. So, you know, I think I'm hearing from the tech community there's a little bit of pullback now and a bit of concern that it, that might be a little bit heated but, look, there's some great stories out there as well. So, look, uh, this week, uh, let's, let's shift right back to more, you know, traditional business. Perrin Group, uh, their results out this week. Uh, private company, but a large private company. We always dig around yep. and get their results. What, what were they like?
1: Well, look, Stan Perrin has built up um, an enormous and enormously successful business. He's got interests in, um, in Toyota motor vehicles, um, in land development, shopping centres, commercial property, um, total assets of about $4.5 billion, and reported a lazy profit of, I think, $241 million. Mm. Um, So, you know, a a fantastic sort of diversified business. Um, He's also got interest in iron ore. Now, that tapered off Um, some of his commercial property he wrote down but he had a great year with his land developments um, and he had a great year with his uh, his retail properties. Um, he's got nearly a dozen interest in nearly a dozen big shopping centres. So um, Stan's showing the way to uh, to build and sustain wealth.
0: Yeah, he's like a litmus, litmus test for WA, isn't it? You got the retail, you have got the cars, but you got the iron ore as well. So you know, look, uh, I guess big feature, big special report this week. Dan Wilkie's done uh, residential construction, residential building. Had a look at the big builders. So you know that that land that Stan perrin has got, someone's going to build some houses on it one day. It's a it's a big business here in WA. What's what's happening in that world? Yeah, look, Dan's
1: spoken to a lot of the big players, people like Kelvin Ryan at BGC, uh, Dale Alcock, Julian Walter, and a lot of others. Uh, The past financial year, we've had a record for housing starts, um, 31,120. So it's been a very busy sector, but um, all markets hit a peak and residential building has come off its peak. Um, That's going to fall to sort of mid to low 20s over the next few years. Uh, Great news for home builders. Um, A lot of incentives coming into the market. Um, you know all these players out there, you know, from from the big end of town through to lots of smaller players, are keen to uh, maintain their volume of work. Uh,
0: and and look, uh, the, give us a bit more about the composition here, because my understanding is the 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 WA building market is unique in the in the nation. It's got these massive builders. I think BGC and ABN, the two biggest builders here, are the two biggest builders in the country, and BGC only operates here, so it's. It's we're a small market and yet we've got these really big players. What does that mean for the for the market here and the home the home builder, the, the, the home buyer?
1: Yep, yep. Look, that's right. It's a really unusual situation that uh, the two big players in this state are so strong nationally in terms of their market share. Um, now, Dale Alcock's group, um, ABN, they in fact have diversified. Um, they've put up quite a substantial operation in Victoria and, um, and we're seeing some of the big national players sort of make inroads into Western Australia as well. But look, it's still dominated by that um, you know, relatively small number of very big players.
0: So, so does that mean they're more likely to, in this, when when there's a consolidation, do they do they win? Do they grab more market share, or how how do, how do you think it works?
1: Yeah, and look, one of the things they've got, they've all got several different brands. So underneath the BGC banner, um, there are quite a few different brands, similar with ABN and JWH and so on. Um, and look, they've got the balance sheet strength and, and the financial muscle to, uh, to sort of ride these ups and downs. Um, the danger is the smaller players who don't have the, the strength of cash flow, don't have the balance sheet strength, mm-hmm. um, but are desperate for the work. Um, you know, as we know, that's where trouble can arise if you're a home builder.
0: Yeah. Um, well, we saw one this year already, Capital Works, and I mean they weren't small; they were the 14th or 15th biggest. They had 200 or more houses on the go, and they went under, and that, that's hurt the economy. That's hurt yes. the state government, hasn't it? And they had
1: extraordinarily rapid growth. Yeah, and I that's think true. Therein, in hindsight, is a warning signal for yeah. people.
0: Well, we better watch that space. Look, uh, home building—it sounds like a tough one, but like Mark says, there might be some opportunities if you're a, a consumer on that side. Look, uh, just a reminder—we've got uh, lots of lists. We've got our residential building list is out um, and fresh. We've got that startup list, as I as I said, and of course, if you want to get um, our emails uh, twice a day, we send an email out on the news of the overnight and the news of the day. Um, so, if you want to get that. And our weekend email, which includes this podcast, sign up at uh, businessnews.com.au. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mark My Words with Mark Pownall and Mark Beyer
1: from Business News. For more information, please go to businessnews.com.au forward slash podcasts. And to receive these regularly, search for Business News WA in iTunes or SoundCloud.